Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Feeling like you need a punch of energy? Enter wonderful pistachios. I love them. The snack that packs a protein punch. And the best part, they come in so many flavors and so many sizes. Whether you're on the go or chilling at home, wonderful pistachios, they're the go-to snack for me. Here's the real kicker, the protein. These little wonders are one of the highest protein nuts out there. Just one ounce serves up a whopping six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. So visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. I love them. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Here we go. It's hour two live in Los Angeles. It's the herd. Wherever you may be and however you may be listening, thanks for making us part of your day. Lots of choices out there. Joel Klatt, last hour. Nick Wright, five minutes. J-Mac, congratulations to Michigan, the better team. They have more NFL bodies like Georgia had in the previous two years, LSU before that, Alabama many times before that. Recruiting's the name of the game. Michigan did it very, very well. Not at the Georgia level, maybe. Maybe not at the Ed Orgeron LSU level, but they had a bunch of good players as those players aged under Jim Harbaugh. Had a lot of 23-year-old guys, 22-year-old guys. Washington's best players were all on offense overwhelmingly. Michigan had them spread all over the field and beat them up. Yeah, I did a little riff on my podcast about patience, Colin. And a lot of people don't want to have patience out there. Michigan had patience with Jim Harbaugh. They, they stood through it. And a lot of college football programs would have said, we're moving on. We're moving on. Forget yeah. this guy. Like, Ryan Day loses to Michigan and Georgia. Stop talking about getting rid of Ryan Day. Jim Harbaugh, his first four years, five years, was losing to Michigan State. It's amazing. People that have never had to carry the burden of a rebuild in any business, the media is great at pointing out flaws during rebuilds. Dion and Sean Payton, a little bumpy. Harbaugh's first five years at Michigan, a little bumpy. Brian Kelly at Notre Dame, a little bumpy. Debo Samuel, uh, 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 or Debo, uh, Dabo Sweeney, sorry, Dabo Sweeney Sweeney at Clemson. I mean, they were good. But Dabo Sweeney at Clemson didn't have his best team until like year eight. It's hard to do this stuff. All right, here we go. The playoff herd hierarchy. Fire away. Herd hierarchy. Time is now. Let's go. The top 10 NFL teams, according to college. 
number 10. You know, I don't know if the Packers are the 10th best team in the playoff, but, but Jordan Love is 6-2 in his last eight as a starter with 113 passer rating. Only two quarterbacks have more passing yards and passing touchdowns than Love in their first season as a full-time starter, and one of them is Mahomes. Love their young offensive personnel. They're probably not going to go to Dallas and, and win that game, and their defense is only 22nd, and they always beat the Bears. They're 10-0 under Matt LaFleur against the Bears. All the wins coming by a touchdown or more. But I do love it's an offensive league. I do love them going to Dallas. House money, tremendous young offensive personnel Jordan Love playing with confidence let's put Green Bay at 10 number 9 keep your eye on Houston folks wouldn't want to play them 8 and 1 when holding opponents under 20 you know what CJ Stroud only 14 giveaways fewest in the entire league with a rookie quarterback how great is that Stroud has had five games at the end of the season without a turnover when C.J. Stroud plays clean football with this staff and this defense, don't kid yourself. They have every chance to beat Cleveland. This is a team, no fun to play, don't beat themselves, Houston at 9. Number 8. Cleveland, I think, better slightly. I mean, they're on their fifth quarterback. Um, here's what I'll say about Joe Flacco. He's 4-1 as a starter. He hasn't been great. The story is greater than Flacco. He's had a 90 passer rating, 13 TDs, 8 picks. He still throws picks. So his story has been great. But Flacco hasn't been great. C.J. Stroud has been the better quarterback this year. That's why this game, Houston's the dog at home, is a very interesting play. My gut is, though, that Cleveland has that offensive coach. They've got a better roster at this point. Cleveland at eight. Number seven. Rams beat him though, and the Rams are better. Six and two when Stafford, Cup, Nakua, and Kyron Williams play. Average almost 29 points a game. This is an offensive story. Matthew Stafford over the last six games is on a heater. I think when I really bought into this team is when they went to Baltimore on the East Coast early game and lost in overtime and outplayed them. Kyron Williams, you know he's third in the NFL in rushing, fifth-round kid out of Notre Dame. Great coach, great quarterback. Everybody offensively right now is healthy, and that's a lot of playoff football, being healthy. Number six. But Detroit's favored over them. They're not healthy. Tight end Sam Laporta, the rookie, is tremendous. He'll probably not play. Now, they're the second team in league history that has four-plus players, each with ten touchdowns or more. Gibbs, Montgomery, Laporta, St. Brown. Uh, offensive line, better than the Rams. Great at left tackle. Number two, according to PFF, Jared Goff. Only behind Tua in passing yards. So my guess is the Rams and the Lions, dubious young secondaries, it's going to be a shootout. I think I like Detroit at home, but if Laporta doesn't play, this thing is this thing is really up in the air. Number five, Kansas City, back-to-back -back wins, first time since that six-game winning streak, weeks two through seven. Listen, I don't think they're a great team. Uh, if you look, they led the NFL in offensive penalty yards this season. They led the NFL in most drop passes. It's not a work of art. They do it with defense. This is going to be, this is the transition year from the first 
part of the deck uh, dynasty they're transitioning pivoting to the second stage of the dynasty and it's going to be because Mahomes makes a lot of money now a lot of young defensive players they rely on it should be noted though Travis Kelsey in the playoffs 14 playoff games 16 touchdowns this is when Travis Kelsey really illustrates how great very Gronk like very Kellen Winslow Gronk Tony Gonzalez like these are the games he separates. Number four. Cowboys. 11 wins by 20 or more points, most in league history. You know, we bang on Dak Prescott, but he did lead the NFL in completion percentage at 69.5% in touchdown passes, and he really only has one great receiver, C.D. Lamb. So again, they're not very potent as a run team, uh, but they can win with a lead. They can win from behind because of Dak. I think a home playoff game, they're dangerous. I don't trust them on the road. But Dallas is a really good football team. The NFC is weaker than the AFC. They could certainly win a, a couple of playoff games. Number three. Fed Buffalo here for a while. Five and one against playoff teams this year. Six and one since they removed offensive coordinator Ken Dorsey. They're twitchier than years before on the outside. They have a more established run game. I think their offensive line's playing better. Multiple touchdowns in 15 straight games from Josh Allen. He almost single-handedly won that game against Miami despite his mistakes, despite his flaws. He is a force of nature. I have Buffalo at three. Number two. Pretty easy. Final two. I got San Francisco at two. Only team in the league to rank in the top three in scoring offense and scoring defense. And listen, if Brock Purdy, like Houston, when Brock Purdy plays clean, no turnovers, the Niners are 12-0. Much harder to do that against playoff teams. Number one. Pretty easy. Baltimore. Offense, defense, led the NFL, sacks, takeaways, superstar quarterback, finally got Lamar Jackson some perimeter weapons. Fun to watch for all the critics out there of Jim Harbaugh and Lamar Jackson. It's been a terrible year for the haters. <laughs> it has been a terrible year for the Lamar Jackson and Jim Harbaugh critics. I love watching Baltimore play. Love everything about them. Their toughness. They're physical. You know what? They're a little bit like Michigan. Why would that be? Because you got a Harbaugh coaching them. Nick Wright, co-host First Things First, stops by. Here we go. Anything that I, you know what? I've had Buffalo there forever. I've kind of bought into their nonsense. Nothing. I, I did put Green Bay at 10, though Miami's probably better. But I kind of like the story of the Packers. I do think the Texans could be a I think Houston is undervalued anything bother you nothing bothers me I think that you want to and should and will in your pick flip-flop the Lions and the Rams <laughs> I think you're gonna pick the Rams to go to Detroit and win they are gonna go to Detroit and win they are the better team they have the better coach they have the better quarterback they have the better defense and so listen I think the Rams are right now I think the Rams are pretty clearly the third best team in the NFC and the Rams are the one team that is not a division winner that I think actually has a viable chance to make the Super Bowl. I don't think any of the wild card teams other than the Rams and I think that the Niners uh, it, it, 
it could be a very tough spot for their first playoff game after a couple weeks off to face Sean McVay and that Rams team that played them tough earlier in the year, that beat them in the playoffs a couple years ago. So I like the Rams more than I like the Lions, but the rest of it I have no objections to. The Bills, it's ugly, and I don't know really, they're winning because of Josh Allen and despite Josh <laughs> Allen, all in the same game. But other than that, I'd flip-flop Lions-Rams. I think these are really spot on. All right, let's let's talk about the Bills. I liked them over Miami. Uh, when they lost to Philly in overtime, yeah. I said, you know why I like them? Because they start to look like a Super Bowl team. Mahomes, at his best, had a decent defense, a pass rush, and a bit of a running game. I think the Buffalo's been just so overly reliant on Josh putting a cape on. And the truth is about the Chiefs, Mahomes is great, but he doesn't have to be great every moment for the Chiefs to win games. And I do believe Buffalo has some components they haven't had. So as a number two seed, can you acknowledge they have overcome a lot this year and they're feisty? Well, listen, I thought they were dead when they were 6-6, six and six, because I did not think that they could string together five straight wins because I thought Josh Allen would not play great five straight games. What is so remarkable about it is, during this winning streak, Josh Allen's numbers are down across the board. His passer rating, his touchdown interception, all of it, and the team's performance is up across the board. The defense has played much better. They have become much more of a running team. And I did think Sunday night was something of a microcosm of who the Bills are any given month or any given season when it comes to their quarterback. Like, Josh had three, maybe four, Truly awful mistakes early in that game. He took points off the board three times, including the play before halftime. His first touchdown pass went 30 feet in the air and could have been another interception. But then the flip side to that is he made three or four plays only he can make as yeah. far as the punishing runs for first downs. And so... I give the team and the coaching staff credit for winning. It'd be one thing if they won five straight because Josh went supernova. It kind of went in the other direction. He and Stephon Diggs are still not on the same page. He's not playing four quarters of great football, and they're winning despite that. I also, listen, I think it'll be great theater. The Bills, I think the seed should hold in the AFC, or the favorite should hold in the AFC, I should say. And we should get Chiefs-Bills for the first time ever in the playoffs in Buffalo. That's a g- Listen, Colin, I might make the drive up or I'll fly up from New York City for that game. You could go cross country. Yeah. You could maybe splurge on a little sweet and in nice conditions. We could watch that game together, not too far from here. But I like this is what they the best they could have asked for. And through an up and down season, they somehow found a way to get the two seed. So I give them credit. Gun to my head, do I trust them? No. What I think the Steelers, if they had T.J. Watt, would be the exact type of team Buffalo would be in a three-point game in the fourth quarter against. We'd be like, how the hell did this happen? Yes, but I give them credit for what they've accomplished over the last six weeks. All right, Chiefs beat Miami earlier. Game was in Germany. I, I think both teams are a little, you know, they're a little punctured. Uh, you know, the, the, the drops, the penalties, this is the transition from stage one of the dynasty to stage two. It's always bumpy. Uh, they'll figure out the receiving core next year. Uh, they're not a great team right now. Miami is not. Miami's shown no ability to go on the road, winning nine degrees against the good team, so Kansas City wins. But it is interesting. Um, Miami is just dangerous enough and smart enough in a lousy weather game, are they not, 
to put a little anxiety oh. into Nick Wright's well, coffee cup, just a tad. Well, so listen, I mean, the, two weeks ago, Miami was playing to be the one seed. Yeah. And now they're on the road in round one. Yeah, I mean, going into this past weekend, the teams the Chiefs you, could play, Buffalo was the sixth seed, but it was almost impossible for them to finish as the sixth seed. So going into this weekend, they could have been playing Indy, Houston, Pittsburgh, or the Dolphins. On paper, the Dolphins are the most dangerous of the bunch. I actually think Houston could have been the most dangerous of the bunch, but set that aside. Yeah, theoretically, Miami's dangerous. But I watched them not want to tackle Josh Allen in 60 degrees on Sunday night. So I wish them luck tackling Isaiah Pacheco <laughs> in negative 15 wind chill next Saturday night. Also, the Chiefs right now, the sneaky thing, everybody knows about the drops. Yeah. I think the drops will, I, I think the drops are a problem, but a little overstated. The understated problem with the Chiefs is they have had bad tackle play. Yeah. The interior of the offensive line is great. The tackle play has been bad. Well, Miami's down all of their edge rusher, rushers. Yeah, yeah. So if there's any team that's not going to be able to take advantage of that, it would be Miami. Yeah. And so here's my prediction, Colin. I think the Chiefs' offense looks better than maybe it actually is Saturday night. And all of a sudden, it's the playoffs, it's the divisional round, and the Chiefs are coming off a pretty significant victory. And everyone has a moment says, wait a second, the best coach, the best quarterback, you have Patrick Mahomes there, right? And they have a great defense. Did we maybe sell the Chiefs short? We'll see, but I think that'll be some of the narrative going into divisional weekend. All right. Speaking of great coach, great quarterback, let's talk Dallas. Joking. Um, all right. Oh, okay. Sure. Well, so Super Bowl champion could be MVP. You can give him some credit. I said this 12 and 5, 12 and 5, 12 and 5. Outside of Jim Harbaugh, you know, tell me all the coaches, you're absolutely sure. That could have gone twelve and five, twelve and five, twelve and five with a quarterback we view as like B plus, like McCarthy. Late game situations, Packers, Cowboys are huge brands. Their games get billions of viewers, right? Like they're they're really big. If yeah. he had these coaching issues in Cincinnati or Jacksonville or Houston, we wouldn't pick him apart. We'd go twelve wins, twelve wins, twelve wins. Is that McCarthy needs to beat Green Bay? Youngest playoff team since the 74 Bills. Oh, yeah. But if he loses the next game, he's got the same resume as John Harbaugh. If Harbaugh loses second game, do you run him out of town? Like, I think McCarthy remains the guy if he beats Green Bay. Why is that nuts? Well, I don't think it's nuts. I think that... The, now, I'm under the assumption the Rams are going to beat the Lions. In which case, that second game, Colin, would either be against Baker Mayfield, your beloved, and Tampa Bay, or against an Eagles team that is self-immolating on a week-to-week -week basis. I think they got to win both of their first two games. And we did it on the show a few weeks ago, or maybe last week, of all the teams that had three consecutive or more 12-win seasons. And all of them, during that streak or prior to that streak, had at least been to, if not won, a Super Bowl. If McCarthy does it without ever reaching a conference championship game, that's a tough sell. 
that's a really tough sell. And so I I agree with you. I think it you know Mike McCarthy gets to prove your point about we wouldn't kill him if he were in a different market. And you know a week ago we saw Mike McCarthy have a few issues down the stretch with clock management, and then Dan Campbell. Go for two from the seven yard line because he was angry at the officials, and we spent more time attacking McCarthy than Campbell. So I agree with you, but I also think that if they can't at least win home playoff games against the Packers and then whomever is next, be it Detroit, Tampa, or Philly, then I, if I were Jerry Jones, I'd I'd take a hard look, and I, you know, I'd potentially call New England and see what Belichick's status is. For I got to sure. ask you this: It came down this morning, a little bit of a wild card question. Vrabel got fired. I think there's a history yeah. in this league: is when you have a great defensive coach and a quarterback in their prime, you win a lot of games. Okay, I mean that's we we have a history of this. Um, you know, yep. Harbaugh and and uh, uh, Lamar Jackson, and win eighty percent of their games. Sure. Now, it's ideally, you'd love Reed and Mahomes. It hasn't happened a lot. It's been more Belichick, Brady in my life. So Vrabel's fascinating. I think the Chargers have to hire a head coach. Harbaugh's out there. That's I bad. think Vrabel to the Chargers, am I not on that? That's think, the right answer. Is it? No, that's the right answer. Everyone is saying Belich go to the Patriots if they fire Belichick. Honest to God, if you're, pardon me, if you're Mike Vrabel, why the hell do you want to go there? You're following the greatest coach ever. The cupboard is totally barren of talent. You're, it's a total full-on restart. And I, now, obviously, the Chargers are in a tough division as well, but in a very tough division. If you, I, that is, I, I didn't hear you when this news broke. I didn't know that that's what you had said. The Chargers should be his number one pick. Now, if you're the Chargers, they might say, we just paired Justin Herbert with a defensive coach. We want to pair him with an offensive coach, which I understand. But their problem wasn't that Brandon Staley was offense or defense. Their problem was that Brandon Staley was in over his depth. Mike Vrabel is not. And so I, I totally agree with you that if I were Vrabel, my own personal history and ties be damned, I would far rather go coach the Chargers than coach the Patriots. And if you're the Chargers, he has to jump up to the top of your list. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree with you. Yeah. By the way, I, I think I'll throw this out. Harbaugh doesn't love facing his brother. He'd rather go to Washington or in Atlanta, especially Washington, where the parents could see Jim and John live between the two of them. The parents are they're all very close. I don't think Jim Harbaugh wants to regularly have to face John Harbaugh. I don't think he does. He, he was un Jim's not uncomfortable with much. He didn't like it. So I think Vrabel to so the Chargers and Jim to Washington makes a ton of sense. So if I were Harbaugh, I wouldn't leave Michigan for Washington, but I would for Chicago. And I know Chicago hasn't fired Matt Eberflus, but you don't think they would if they could get Jim Harbaugh? And if you're Harbaugh and you've got a team that was right around 500, is going to add Caleb Williams, also has the tenth or the ninth pick of the draft, whatever they get for Justin Fields, a bunch of cap space. Like, I think... If I'm Jim Harbaugh, I am, you know, holding Michigan over the coals for as much money as possible while having my, I think he just hired Don Yee, my agent, you know, behind the scenes find out, is Chicago theoretically open? Because I think that's a great job. I think the Chicago job instantly becomes a great job if they decide to move off Matt Eberflus. I know they haven't yet, so maybe people 
believe they won't, but I think for the right person they would. I don't know about Washington. I understand they have a cap space in the number two pick, I, they, and maybe I just, the history of the franchise, recent history, and the strength of the division scares me off a bit. I would far rather Chicago, and obviously Harbaugh has real ties to the Bears. All right, Nick Wright, first things first, co-host. Thanks, buddy. Great seeing you. You too as well. Talk to you later. All right. Yeah, the, the Washington thing, I think the Chargers is the best job. My opinion, Washington, new owners, second best job. Uh, the owners of the Bears are old, uh, they are some of the poorest owners, and they don't have a history of uh, bu- brilliant executive-level stuff. Washington, when they get the right coach, George Allen, Joe Gibbs, has shown the fan base just pours into that stadium. I think Washington reminds me of the Golden State Warriors. For years and years, the Warriors were beaten down. When I grew up with the Warriors, Rick Barry, Clifford Ray, Al Adels, they were great. It was an incredible hotbed for basketball. Then they had a dry spell. The minute the Warriors got good, you're like, man, their fans are crazy. They were unbelievable in the 70s and 80s. Washington, when I was a kid growing up, Washington was the center of the television set. The biggest rivalry was Dallas it was Tom Landry and George Allen, and it was must-see TV. Summerall and Brookshire, whoever the announcers were. And so my takeaway, then they got Joe Gibbs, the Hogs. It was the rowdiest stadium in the NFL. So Washington is an undervalued, it's the Warriors before the dynasty. It's a great fan base who's just tired of the former goofy owner. So one thing that's starting to emerge, I was just texting uh, someone in the NFL it sounds like Vrabel was in a power struggle with the GM, yes. and things fell apart. So one thing that we haven't really talked about is, what's the GM situation with the Chargers, with Washington? Like, Vrabel's going to strongly consider that. New England, who knows him well, Ugh. could just bend over backwards and say, we want you. Well, By the way, he you pick your GM. I, I don't know. Maybe Kraft does that. I, I look at the Patriots. I'm with you. They don't have a number one or two receiver. I get Keenan Allen, a left tackle, Justin Herbert. They got to get a center, and they probably they have a Bosa. They've got an edge rush. I mean, they they need some young defensive players. They're a bit expensive on the defensive side, but they have a lot of components. But you've heard the saying: hard choices, easy life, and easy choices, hard life. It's an easy choice to go back to New England. Familiarity with the area. I don't know if he has family there. Maybe his kids grew up in New England. Uh, I'm sure his wife might like it and have friends from there because he played for there. It's pretty nice out here. That's the easy choice, right? Mm -hmm. Let me go back to where I know. I know Kraft. I don't know know what this charge is. live in Manhattan Beach. That's a pretty easy choice. I don't think it's that hard of a choice to say, I'll take Justin Herbert. You don't think it's a hard choice to uproot your family from Nash Vegas and come out here to uh, the South Bay? You're making, that's a big, you're that's making a huge $17 decision. million a year. That's a champagne problem. When your biggest problem is, do I put my kids in this private school or oh, that one? Come on. Well, I mean, you're, you're asking These are me. not easy choices. You had a tough choice when you had to uproot your, your family. No, not across. really. I was offered a nice contract, not a tough choice. Mine was a tough one. Well, maybe it was. Mine wasn't. And Vrabel's isn't. Vrabel, do you want this job with no good players or this job with a star player and a better roster? Chargers, a better job. There's a better job. I would agree with that. Yeah. Want more Herd? The Herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search Herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? 
And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up. And so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling, Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlansport.com. That's ProPlansport.com. Did you know Discover wants everybody to feel special? Your Discover card, 24-7 customer service access, as well as $0 fraud liability, never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Go to Discover.com slash credit card limitations apply. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. Start with the team. I think we had a pretty good read on most of the season. The Miami Dolphins, um, you know, really cratered there at the end with two bad losses to end the season. And now the defensive injuries, Colin, are oh, yeah. brutal. Yeah. Two linebackers, Andrew Van Grinkle, Grinkle and Jerome Baker, both out for the season now. The Dolphins will be down five defensive starters, including yeah. Xavier Howard. Yeah. And against the Chiefs. It's again. Tua under 30 degrees. So it's a banged-up team of a disappointing loss, traveling with a warm-weather quarterback to cold weather against a team that has their best defense in some time, Kansas City. So this was the second game that's interesting. I think it's reasonably close because the weather will keep the score down. But minus 3.5, Kansas City winning 24-20 or 24-17, feels very realistic. Does it also feel like if this is a spot that the Chiefs can't get right offensively against a team down five starters and then one guy well, comes off the bench? It's a, like, it kind of tells you what they if are. If they're not putting up 30 in this one, well, I think there's remember, a major problem. the weather's bad. So what? It's cold. They live in cold weather year-round. Nine degrees is different. Cold is 29. Nine is different. There's going to be some drop passes. There'll be a fumble. Ball's well, going to well, be MBS slippery. MBS is dropping passes regardless. Uh, but uh, I, I don't know. I, I think this is a spot that Cheeler... If the Chiefs aren't able to put up 30, I'm worried about them going forward. Okay. Right? Fair. Uh, next up, Detroit Lions. Oh, boy. Can't wait for this matchup against Matt Stafford and the Rams. However, it sounds like tight end Sam Laporta, who had that knee injury in the season finale, will not be able to go. 
Uh, Dan Campbell said there's an outside shot, but he said if you watch the video of him saying, oh, yeah, there's an outside shot. That's yeah. like, come on, dude. He's not playing. You know what? It's a big loss. 889 yards, 10 touchdowns. He's your second leading receiver. He's a rookie. Good blocker. Nick, he's he's tremendous. Nick Wright said a week ago, and he said it again today, that I was eventually going to pick the Rams. What are you waiting for? I know. What am I doing? Why am I out thinking this? McVay, Stafford, healthier team. But I think Detroit at home is pretty tough. That offensive line can get running and take the ball away a little bit. Yeah. I think I'm overthinking this. Who's the better quarterback? Who's the better coach? Who's the healthier team? Nick Wright said two weeks ago, you're going you're gonna to say a bunch of nonsense. You're going to pick the Rams. And last night I'm sitting there. Yesterday we're sitting there and I'm going, coach, quarterback, health, wide receivers, defense. I know. I just, I, again, you've been in this spot before. I, I've been into a lesser extent where a lot of people are beating down your door and you've got a lot of outside stuff happening. Noise. Ben Johnson right now. I know he's preparing for, for for a huge playoff game against the Rams, but Ben Johnson's agent is like, yo, we, <laughs> we got offers coming from left, right. right. What, what do you want? Who do you want to talk to? And and you can only say so much of uh, let's tune him out before, you know, your your wife's coming up to you or girlfriend or whatever. And like, there's this is just a tough week for the Lions. I like the Rams here, Colin. You're going there official? Officially official? Well, right now I like Philadelphia. And I think the Rams and the Chiefs are interesting. The game I'm going to stay away from, I don't have a vibe for it at all. Dallas-Green Bay. I, Dallas, seven and a half's the right number. I just, I just, I don't want to bet against Green Bay and that wild offense and that coach and that quarterback and those receivers. That's a lot of play. Could put up some points. What about Tomlin? Are we saying fade Tomlin in this? Well, I, I think without T.J. Watt, very blockable what, what defense. What about with Mason Rudolph? <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Final story is Lamar Jackson. Now, last offseason, Lamar was available as a free agent, limited by the non-exclusive franchise tag. A lot of teams decided to not pursue. Lamar, who's now the MVP frontrunner, and one of those teams is the Falcons. Many would agree this was a major misstep, but here's owner Arthur Blank defending the decision. I don't think so. I mean, I think that, I mean, it's easy to say yes, you know, looking given his year. He's an obviously incredible player. Um, you know, we, uh, you know, did not have the cap space. I think the coaching staff felt, uh, coaching personnel, all of us felt collectively, but certainly coach and Terry, that you know, we felt we had an answer in uh, in Ritter, a uh, younger player without you know that kind of contract that would have kept us from actually building the team we want we wanted to build. Yeah, I think the media has blown this out of proportion. He was really? injured the last two years. He was never leaving Baltimore. He was expensive. You would have had to give up multiple first round picks to get him. I got a lot of people saying it'd be like you know, Justin Herbert got hurt this year and what what if he was on the market you're like yeah the chargers aren't letting him go the ravens score 11 more points a game with lamar they were never letting him go Uh. remember in the building in the building the the relationship between harbaugh lamar and the ravens and lamar is like one of the tightest in the league quarterback organization I don't know. I don't know that I agree. I think we'd have to go back and read all the stories, but there was a lot of strife because Lamar didn't have a traditional agent. And, well, yeah, but you know, that's, that doesn't mean I don't like you. It's just odd. The talks were, like, not happening. It was awkward. Lamar's like, show me the money, and they were like, not the Deshaun Watson money. I don't I remember it being pretty ugly. I'll say this. 
it, did you see what the Falcons announced when they let go of Arthur Smith? Arthur Blank will be leading the search for a new head coach. Not the GM. He probably looked at the GM and said, you and, and Arthur Smith wanted to keep Desmond Ritter? That, that's who you guys thought was the answer this year? And he said, the GM, you can like be in the process, but I'm making the decision here. The answer is always. Like, if you're a coach, the answer is almost always. Retain or go buy the best quarterback available, as long as they're in their physical prime. That's almost always the answer. What's wrong with making an offer to the Ravens for Lamar Jackson? At least sit, turn us down. We'll give you two first-round picks. Go for it. Three. What do you want? We'll make an offer. Isn't that your job? For the as the Falcons last year, and I got on the Jets' case. You remember, I got on their case. Like, why aren't we in the mix? Yeah. And they're like, oh, we'll go get Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> All right, J-Mac J- with the news. Well, that's the news. Gonna mumble thanks that. for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. When your business reaches a certain scale, challenges begin to surface. You deserve a tailored solution. It's NetSuite. Check out their, uh, download their popular KPI checklist absolutely free. NetSuite.com slash Herd, H-E-R-D. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, we're Cavino and Rich. Fox Sports Radio every day, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. But here's the thing. We never have enough time to get to everything we want to get to. And that's why we have a brand new podcast called Overpromised. You see, we're having so much fun in our two-hour show, we never get to everything. Honestly, because this guy oh, is overpromising things we never have time for. Yeah, you blubber lips. Blaming me. Well, you know what? It's called overpromise. You should be good at it because you've been overpromising women for years. Well, it's a Cavino and Rich after show, and we want you to be a part of it. We're going to be talking sports, of course, but we're also going to talk life and relationships. And if Rich and I are arguing about something or we didn't have enough time, it will continue on our after show called Overpromised. Well, if you don't get enough Cavino and Rich, make sure you check out Overpromise and also uncensored, by the way, so maybe we'll go at it even a little harder. It's going to be the best after-show podcast of all time. There you go. Overpromising. And remember, you could see it on YouTube, but definitely join us. Listen to Overpromised with Cavino and Rich on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. 
Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash vball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlansport.com. That's ProPlansport.com. Saturday on Fox Primetime Hoops. Get ready for Caitlin Clark as the most exciting player in college basketball. Leads third-ranked Iowa against number 14, Indiana. It all tips off at 7.30 Eastern, only on Fox. Uh, a lot of Russell Wilson rumors in Denver. Bronco players were, quote, pissed about the decision to bench him, according to uh, Jeff Legwald, who is a reporter for ESPN. Uh, they were upset. Russell was a good guy. He'd been playing hard. They'd won five straight. Uh, there's certainly an argument to be made that Sean Payton should have stayed at Fox Sports for one more year. He was great with us, and there would have been openings. or about seven, eight openings a year. This Denver gig was always a big lift. You had the Russell deal, the cap space issues. You had to clean up the culture, the offensive line, the Nat Hackett mess. You had new owners. You got Mahomes twice a year with Andy Reid. Sean Payton knows Justin Herbert's good. That's going to be twice a year. That's the job he wanted. Spanos's were not interested. So I can remember the day he took that job. And uh, my reaction was, man, that, there's a lot of they're moving parts with that job. But I figured Sean would win about nine or ten games. The over-under in Vegas was eight and a half. He won eight. I thought they'd be closer to nine. You know, they could have won nine at any point. They had opportunities. Uh, the bottom line, and the, the media is great at uh, talking about rebuilds and being critical. You ever rebuilt anything? Media guy? It's hard. Deion Sanders at Colorado and Sean Payton with the Broncos. Real smart guys. It's kind of bumpy. Jim Harbaugh, pretty good coach. Watched the first four years at Michigan. Struggled to beat Michigan State until he could year after year after year after year build his culture, get better players, win a couple of close recruiting battles. These rebuilds are hard. People forget Pete Carroll before Russell Wilson paid Matt Flynn eight figures and gave up draft picks for Charlie Whitehurst at quarterback. And then they hit on Russell Wilson third round. Rest is history. People forget. Everybody loves Dan Campbell. Oh, everybody loves Dan Campbell. You remember the four and 19 and one start for Dan Campbell? Oh, go back and read your columns then. You love him now. You didn't then. Find me the rebuild that's easy. They're all hard. For the greatest coaches, they're hard. Only thing that makes them easy, you hit on a Russell Wilson third round, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, then that speeds up the rebuild. Deion Sanders and Sean Payton in the state of Colorado are figuring it out. It's bumpy. It is hard. Ask Lincoln Riley. 
Ask people that win 10, 11, 12 games. Stuff is hard. Brian Kelly's a great coach. Harbaugh. Stuff is hard. So I think the player's reaction is very normal that if you're going to treat the quarterback who's getting a boatload of money, um, how are you going to treat us? Very normal for the players. This was always a big lift. A rebuild in college is hard, and you don't have a salary cap. So a rebuild in the NFL, that lumber gets real expensive, that, that salary cap. So you got th – this thing's never going to be easy. I could argue that pro guy, it, for whatever reason, there is an insecurity among coaches that, that in the history of coaches, football and basketball, they should be more patient on taking jobs. I thought this was a tough lift. I figured he, he and Russell would work a little bit. He'd get the best out of him. He did for about a five-game winning streak. But um, that's where we are. Now, the other thing, Diana Russini reporting, the Titans believe trading Vrabel, um, and this is what New England's concerned about, that trading Vrabel has some time on his contract was too complicated and would take too long in the process. And these teams all want to get in line for Dan Quinn. They want to get in line for Vrabel. They want to get in line for Jim Harbaugh and Ben Johnson. So these teams, New England, similarly, met with Belichick yesterday. They have considered, according to legitimate sources, on trading Belichick. But that may take four, five, six days. And you're missing out on these windows to interview Vrabel. So Vrabel's going to be a hot commodity. I think you can argue after Harbaugh, he's the best choice for the Chargers. Maybe a better choice. Who knows? But his record over six seasons without an elite quarterback in the AFC, he's won 55% of his games. Uh, four straight winning seasons, uh, but he's had back-to-back -back losing ones because they can't get the quarterback right. Two-time AFC South champ, um, 2019, reached the AFC championship with Ryan Tannehill. So I think he's a great coach. I, Mike Vrabel, if I'm the Chargers, I am on the phone. Nothing against Raheem Morris, but I don't want another Rams defensive assistant. I'm going to go get a head coach that's been successful and been to a conference championship. So Vrabel, to me, with the Chargers is either 1 or 1A. That's who I would go get. Now, if I'm Vrabel, he's going to have options. I don't think the Chargers are a rebuilding job. New England's a total rebuild. I mean, you need to move off. They don't even have parts to move. I mean, the Chargers are going to move off Khalil Mack and Derwin James, I would admit. It's not a rebuild. In this league, you need a quarterback, a left tackle, an edge rusher, and a couple of weapons. Chargers have all of that. Patriots? <laughs> I don't know if they have any of it. So, like that, the Chargers is not a rebuild. Um he had the fifth-highest win percentage in the AFC in the Mike Vrabel era was Tennessee. And again, that's against Mahomes and Burrow and Josh Allen. So, I mean, he, he was doing it with Ryan Tannehill, who was viewed as kind of a B-B-minus guy. On the surface, is this not a crazy move to fire Vrabel? They better have somebody good lined up for this job. Because, Colin, you rank the NFL teams 1-32. to 32. The Tennessee Titans is nowhere near the top half of the no, league. No, it's it right it, now. It, I mean, Houston has C.J. Stroud. Anthony Richardson looked pretty darn good for Indy. Trevor Lawrence and Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence. Okay. So you have the fourth best quarterback wait, in the wait, division. Who is your quarterback? Because Ryan Tannehill's done there. Well, by the way, Derrick Henry went and took the mic at the stadium. And was like, "Thank you. I had a great run here." He's out. Like you look at like Will Levis. 
DeAndre Hopkins, the defense is a joke. Like, they are. I mean, Jeffrey Simmons is good. But other than that, like, they don't have a – there's no, not a lot of talent. No, it's so a, they kept the GM, Carthon, and, and they jettisoned the – this is a massive blunder. This could set the franchise back like five years. Yeah, I, I – you know, Steve McNair, the late Steve McNair, was obviously a great quarterback. Mariota was pretty good. Listen, Hill and, and Derrick Henry with Vrabel – had a pretty damn good run here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were the I mean, number they, one they, seed. They, they, oh, I always feel like they, you know, so much. There is a way to win in the NFL that has been sort of replaced. You can't win as a power run team anymore. You can do no. it in college. Michigan did it, but that that game's it's over. So again, I I like offensive coaches, but great defensive coaches with a quarterback in their prime, Belichick. Uh, you know, Jimmy Johnson, Pete Carroll, Mike Tomlin with Big Ben. You get that quarterback in your prime, Justin Herbert is, and he's got the left tackle and the weapon and the back and the rush end, and they've drafted pretty well. They missed on J.C. Jackson in the corner, and they missed on the center from Green Bay who's going to retire. Some of that's not necessarily their fault. There was an injury, but they got a lot of pieces. They got to move some they have to move some salary. But the Chargers is not a rebuild job. I wonder what the second order affects, third order. What's going to happen now? Vrabel, this was a bit of a surprise, right? Like, we knew Falcons was coming. We knew Washington. This is a bit of a surprise that they fired Vrabel. So now are people like, geez, really good coaches on the market. Do we want to expedite our process? Do we want to, I don't know, Jim Hart, you said Harbaugh wants to take a little vacation here. <laughs> I think his phone's going to be ringing here. There's a pivotal 48 hours of Vrabel on the market. Harbaugh, Vrabel. Those are good options. Hour three. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 